PFT Media. just occurred to me I don't have my gin and tonic out next to me <laughs> but that's okay I, I can contrary to popular belief I, I can don't drink alone I can podcast without drinking I, I've done it before and I, then we'll have to start again no I'll, I'll, I'll get it during the break you should go and get it and I will in the meantime do like what, what's it called when you do the sound effects on radio now like the I don't I don't know it's just the, that yeah, I'll get it during the break. I feel okay. like like the time it takes me to get up, get unwound from headphones, and, and jump over Rosie, who will have to go to the bathroom. I think I think it's it's best. You like me better when I'm sober. I tell okay. better stories. <laughs> uh, Angela de la Mousse. Oh, la Mousse. Lord, you Angela that. la Mousse. Did no, I, 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 I say <laughs> it. I say it. I see. This is what I. This is what happened. Say your name for me. I'm gonna in a second when I stop laughing. I, I, this is. You've listened to the podcast. This is what happens. You called me a moose. La moose. La, I was afraid like, of this. I, I. Words of the enemy. You should have asked before we started. No, it's funnier if I do this and you correct me. It's Angela Lemuse. Lemuse. Like Lemuse. Like, like an artist muse. Muse. Darling. See, that's that's. You say it better than I do, and I'm I'm aware I'm an idiot. <laughs> see. I, and I sat on that and I went, I'm going to fuck this up. I'm going to fuck this up. I always fuck it up. I'm sorry. It's I, okay because I fuck up everyone's name too. Uh, do so. you know my last name? It's Von Taborski. It's, it's not hard. I was about yeah. to say that. Yeah, but you're, uh, you're probably way smarter than I am also. Uh, thank you for coming. This, uh, it took a little thank while to set this up. Me. We've been going back and forth. Uh, and uh, you said you listened. So real quick, these are three things that I know about you. All right. Oh, my screen just went off. Oh yeah. No, no, don't be scared. You are a burlesque artist, a pinup model, a producer, and an MC. Martin Short once compared you to Gypsy Lee Rose. Gypsy Rose Lee. That also. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, are you impressed with my reading skills so far? I am. <laughs> yeah. uh, explain Gypsy Rose Lee because, like, I know who she was, but my, like, my wife had to Google her and, and explain uh, burlesque artist, pinup model, producer, and MC. Oh my God, that's yeah. a lo- that's a loaded question. Okay, you asked about Gypsy Rose Lee mm-hmm. first. Um. I mean, she was probably one of the most famous burlesque queens of all. She kind of, um, she was like the original burlesque celebrity. Okay, what year are we talking about? 1950s. Okay, that seems about right. That's when she really, you know, um, was making headlines. And, you know, like she was, she was right up there with the famous Hollywood celebrities. Yeah, yeah. She was doing talk shows and game shows with them. And, yeah. See, I, this is why I hate being put on the spot. No, 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 no. That's if it. I knew we were going to talk about Jesse Rosalie, I'd have more time to think about <laughs> no, that, it. But that, now that. I have half a gin and tonic. Well, uh, in see, me. see, see, this this is good because everybody's googling. Uh, Gypsy Rosalie, I had to look again. I wrote these notes and I had everything all written out and I usually put things phonetically and I still fucked up your name. I feel bad. Uh, <laughs> okay. So she's like the the queen of burlesque. 
She's one of them, definitely, yeah. yeah. And, yeah. And, and for the kids who don't know, describe burlesque. Burlesque, I can't say that either. <laughs> I am the second sure best. I, I, I am the second best podcast on her own, and the third now. <laughs> second and oh third. God. Yeah. Um, describe burlesque, yeah. is that what you asked me? Okay, so I like to describe burlesque as a form of theatrical performance art mm-hmm. that is suggestive in nature. Okay. Am I supposed That's to get like, horny? Like, sure. Okay, good. That Because... That, we, uh, where were we? We were at Church Street doing some whiskey thing a couple weeks ago and a, a burlesque dancer. I, it was as close to seeing a, 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 like a striptease in public, but she didn't really show anything and it, 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 made, it made it almost better. Yeah. It's yeah. It's, the, it's cool. It's the art of the tease. Yeah. It's all about the tease. Yeah. And, and what I love about, um, burlesque as well is I feel like what I choose to show my, my audience is my gift to you. Yeah, it's it's you're you know in, I mean? you're in power. You're you're in charge. Yes. So they not every burlesque act is stripping down to pasties and a g-string. It's mm-hmm. really up to the performer how far they want to go. I yeah. remember one time I did a burlesque act where um, it was kind of a fun little experiment, and I thought I'm just gonna the only thing that I'm going to remove are my pasties or no, not my pasties that, that's, that's the gin and tonic talking <laughs> yeah i just reached down my dress <laughs> ripped them off went that's all you threw them on the audience and walked off I little was, hats you. yeah <laughs> so um no uh so the only thing that i removed were my gloves and my stockings okay and then i walked off stage okay and, and the, they and screamed for more i'm saying the audience went crazy at yeah. first and then there was kind of like this unanimous pause like wait what Oh, that's it. That's but it was really cool, and and I did a few other acts, you know, where I like showed it all. Cause, I you know. I love the fact that you're you're basically in control of everything. Yeah. Yeah, and especially like in a world where it's mostly dominated by men, like you're in there just being the boss and making them uh, basically almost have to beg you for more. And it's no, <laughs> I'm in charge. I I dig that so much. I I admire what you do, and and you do this full time, right? Yeah. That's really cool. And uh, uh, how long have you been doing it? I've been doing this for a decade now. Oh, my goodness. You must have started when you were a child. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I, I'm not going to ask, but I mean, <laughs> obviously you did start young. Yeah, I started. Okay. Um, so I don't, I don't know if I, is this a good time to like kind of go back a little bit? Do whatever you want. There are no rules. Okay. So I was born and raised living off the land in the middle of the woods, Cape Breton Island, Nova Scotia, Canada. Okay, you're Canadian. I'm, I'm like, yeah. uh, I, I, I'm really good with the Canadians. Yeah. Yeah, okay. And um, You don't look like you, you're from the, the woods of the Great White North. No, I know. I yeah. kind of, you know, I went from like being very poor and literally living off the land uh-huh. to being like a glamour queen in Florida. Yeah, kind of <laughs> Hollywood in Florida. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I get that. <laughs> um. And I left home when I was 18. Okay. And I lived in England for a year. I was, That's really cool. I what was part? studying theater. Uh, Surrey. Okay. Yeah. I don't, I'm acting like I know what that is, but... Uh. It's it's like right off the River Thames. Okay. So and I'm assuming it was yeah. a cool place to spend And a I year. was in London every weekend. Okay. Yeah. It was 20 minute, a 20-minute train ride nice. from London. Nice. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, and it was in London, in the bars and the nightclubs that uh, and the theaters that I was witnessing burlesque, but I was so naive i had no idea what i what i was looking at but it really blew my mind it really spoke to me because yeah. i was like this is like theater but like really amped up and like the glamour and the costumes and the 
I love like, it. This sexual expression is like really cool. It was like this really cool outlet that uh, that I didn't realize I think I was looking for. Uh-huh. So then I moved back to Canada and I probably didn't figure out that what I saw was burlesque till I was about 20. Okay. And, uh, and then you I, were fresh I, off the farm. Yeah, I really was. <laughs> I really was. And, and then I just started doing it. And um, there was no one else in, in, I was Winnipeg, Canada that I moved to. Did you have like a, a, a background in dance or anything? Or you just naturally gifted just, for just burlesque? Theater. I've just never asked a girl that before. Yeah. Ever. Uh, well, you know, yeah. I think there is sort of a, there is kind of a natural talent that. Yeah. I, that it's, there's got to be. Definitely helps. Yeah. I mean, it, you it's, can learn it. But, you know, if you have like that natural spark, like with any kind of performance art, you know, do you, do you play an instrument or anything or is it just a uh, and no, no dance training? No, just, just you no, just going I, out there being the boss. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> I mean, uh, dance has always interested me. I'm kind of surprised that I've that I've never taken any dance yeah. classes. And I would like to start taking dance classes now. Like, I, I mean, I'm performing for a decade, but, you know, like. Like you can never stop polishing your craft. Absolutely, you know I mean? except for if you're podcast, you just kind of just just ride the wave. Just, just, <laughs> just, 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 no preparation, don't invest in equipment. Um, I, and apparently Martin Short's impressed by you, and I like Martin Short a lot. Yeah, yeah, he was he was a really nice guy. He really he was like really really rooting for me to make it through. Yeah, uh, Canadian uh, Can- Canadian Idol, Canada's Got Talent. Gosh, that's did so did you make ago. it through? No. Oh, I'm sorry. No, but it was interesting. Yeah. It was interesting though because um, does Canada because have all, talent? Not anymore. Okay, <laughs> they got <laughs> we, rush. We had one year yeah. of Canada's Got Talent and yeah. it, and it bombed terribly oh. and and it was kind of funny because like all three of the judges had nothing but glowing things to say about me. Yeah, but I, I think because uh, okay, so what happened was I showed my titties on TV. Cool. And sorry, and, <laughs> no, but I so I was like, okay, I'm gonna do Canada. Are you supposed to do that? Well, if you look at other got talents from around the world, there's titties, which, which I, you know, yeah. I was doing my research. I was like watching Britain's got talent and America's and got they have, talent. And they have titties on, on Britain. Any, and, any woman who showed her titties yeah. got through. Okay. So I was like, hmm, okay. I think I'll show. Yeah, my, I, I think I would I th- show my titties. You know, I mean, yeah. which is kind of, it's a little bit disappointing because I would hope that there's real actual talent there to back up those yeah, titties, yeah, I mean, that, you know yeah, what I mean? If you're just but showing I was like, titties I to have get... the talent yeah. and I want to get through, All right. so I'm going to show my titties. Okay, and, good. And it backfired because it was Canada, and we're oh. not down with that. I, 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 I guess it's kind of like America North, but it's cooler <laughs> than America, right? You can say it. I, I'll say it. You, you, you don't say it. I'll say it. It's cooler than America. Is it? I mean, well, wait. <laughs> they got talent or the country the country <laughs> right they got a cooler person running it right like now I shouldn't answer yeah that it's okay question, i'll, I'll I, say it. i live in america yeah now. they got a cooler person running it right now see, see are you a citizen definitely or? more attractive person. oh yeah he dresses cool yeah he's definitely more attractive are you a citizen here are you have dual not citizenship yet. not yet i'm going to get dual citizenship that's cool so you should yeah. get that mm-hmm. because uh you never know when shit's gonna go south down here and you can just bolt yeah. home and you can like adopt my wife and i and then take us with well, we'll just bring, I mean, I've always said to Alex, because it's such an American thing. I'm, yeah. I'm sorry if that's really rude, but it's such an American thing <laughs> okay. to like say, if shit hits the fan, what are we going to do? Yeah, just like, jam. Like when the apocalypse comes. Yeah. What are we going to do? You know? And um, and honestly, like I've never heard people talk like that anywhere other than America. Like you guys like to prepare. We're always the on the verge of, the of falling apart. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and I always say to Alex, well, we've got 117 acres in Cape Breton Island. We can, 
just get all our friends together. Yeah, it's like a commune, yeah, a little burlesque commune. Yeah, we're just going to have a little commune. That'd be great. We'll build a little stage. And you know how to grow know? corn, and I don't know if exactly, you know how to grow yeah, corn. Exactly, yeah, we're gardeners, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, how long have you been married? Five years. Yeah? Mm -hmm. Is he dreamy? He's pretty dreamy. You smile I dress when better, you talk about I dress him. You know better that? Than him, yeah. <laughs> Does he have a cool clo a closet full of clothes? Like, no. 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 Oh, see, boys. I, I, I joke. <laughs> I joke that we're Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. But he's very attractive. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and speaking of your clothes, do you make those? Uh, I make some stuff. I didn't. I almost wore something that I made today. Yeah. Because, like I, I said to you when I first came here, I felt the pressure when I when I heard that you used to like sell vintage and stuff. I'm yeah, like, I'm a slob though. Oh, okay. Yeah. Pressure's on. No pressure. There's no, there's no pressure here. You you are the most well-dressed person who's ever come in here. Not that I get slackers in here. potions and... They were on dinner. Potions and yeah, potions? Yeah, they, 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 oh, they were okay. on potion potions. They were so, on dinner. They're a very handsome couple, too. Okay, so for the dinner show, yeah, you, she took that crown. Yeah. And for scotch, I took the crown. And then uh, the male crown is uh, Kyle Eagle. I don't know if you know Kyle Eagle. He, he's know. a very dapper fellow. He came in and he was wearing a blazer and an ascot. Oh, I like that. Yeah. And it, it's, I mean, it gets warm in here anyway. Like, and, and, but Kyle doesn't sweat. I just somehow he's one of those like good looking guys who doesn't sweat. Is he sweat. really skinny? No, he's, he's, he's about my size, okay. you know, but he just. You're slim. I, I'm, I'm slim-ish. I'm getting slimmer. But this is not about me. This is about you. Uh, Darn it. Is there a website? Can, that we to can turn this all around on you. That, that, good. You actually it worked for a second or two. <laughs> yeah, it's just my name, Angela La, L-A. La. Not L-E-L-A. Uh-uh, yeah, yeah. Muse. Muse, La Muse. Like, you know, the artist Muse, so Angela La Muse. Okay. All right, and there'll be links in the show notes, and you should go check it out. And you you do things around town. You do things nationally. You do things all over the place, right? Burlesque. Yeah, when, yeah. By, by things, I mean burlesque. I just feel weird saying it. I don't know why. Why? I don't know. Like, I, I'm a fan. I like it. Uh, but it's still, and I think. Are you what, having a hard time rolling it off the tongue? That, there's also, I fumble my words. I'm, you know, you <laughs> la muse. Did I say it right that yeah, time? Yeah, oh, I okay. like. I'm gonna, that, I'm gonna, you made it very French, though. I know. Which uh, technically, it, it's, my but, name is kind of French, yeah. even though I'm not. Okay. Uh, should I feel like, and that's the thing is I, I, I like about is there's a mystery to burlesque. Like, I, I think the world needs to see it. But I think also some people think it's like a dirty thing, and and yeah. it can be perceived as a dirty yeah. thing, which was which I like a lot because I'm just a pervert. <laughs> yeah, well, is it all those things in one? Yeah, I'm gonna say yeah. Um, I and and you know if you had asked me like at the beginning of my my burlesque career, I would have I would have said no. I would have tried to. Um, when I first started out, I was really kind of trying to paint this pretty picture about it which in a way was kind of a a, a bit of like a business move yeah, because yeah. I was the first person to start doing it in Winnipeg and no one in that city had ever seen anything like that so I was trying to appeal to the mainstream Winnipeg audience. conservative you know people say that it is I've never particularly found it very conservative but apparently it is I don't know anyway, yeah. but we've got like a really cool art scene there and I was really really fortunate like I was really really embraced um by the artistic community and i'm really because i'm still new to orlando i'm really really How excited you been here? just a year like I didn't know that. almost I, a year for some reason i thought you're wrong because we kind of have a burlesque scene don't we yeah you guys have a really awesome burlesque scene i mean florida in general has has a really great burlesque scene it's small it's not oversaturated like cities like new york or yeah, toronto yeah. or vancouver 
Um, but the performers in Florida are like really, really powerful, really talented. I learned so much from these women. Is there like um, a like a club, a, a union? You should form a union. You know, we're. I, I think we're kind of thinking about that. Become unionized. <laughs> That's cool. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna start a podcasters of, union, or at least like a website. Yeah. You know, something dedicated to just us and what we're doing. How here. do you? I mean, how do you? I almost said farm yourself out. I. I mean, I. I, I how do you make money? Obviously, you, you have a skill and yeah. people will pay for it. But I mean, do you do you do conventions? Do you do shows? You play bars? I know you play with uh, Chase. What's your last name? I'll fuck that up, too. See, <laughs> on my way here, I was like, I know we're going to talk about Chase. <laughs> and I hope I'm pronouncing her last name. See, right. good. I'm not the only okay. one with word problems. <laughs> so now, but now I'm like, shit, because I was waiting to hear you say it. <laughs> I wasn't going to say Chase, it. Chase, I'm sorry. I love you so much. Um, I'm either going to, it's it's either Shelly or Sheely. I'm sure on her episode, I don't remember what episode it was, but I probably fucked up her name. I think I was really sick on that episode and she bolted right after. I've been saying Sheely yeah. this whole time. I think I said Sheely, I think, like because I like to make things like really complicated and look like a complete asshole. I like that. You just own it I, and I, just I, make it worse. I, I'm, this is not <laughs> my first road. I've fucked up names before. <laughs> and, and my last name has been fucked up so many times. So I usually I'll try it. And I think I've gotten to the point where it's just it's just a podcast thing. But At least has I, anybody ever called you a moose? No, I know. I'm sorry. I'm never going to let you live I know. that down. I, I know. I know. Please. you And you shouldn't. I'm, I'm bad. Okay. So wait, did I finish answering the question? I don't know. Um, what was the question? Uh, how, how do you, you, how do people, make money. if someone wants to, to hire you to do burlesque, I just like saying burlesque, how, how would they go about contacting you? And, and it's not hard. Yeah. And, and here's what's funny about like modern times, I guess we could call it. I have a website Yeah. yeah. and two years ago, I used to only get contacted strictly, almost strictly through my website. Oh, that's cool. Now just And Facebook. now it's like yeah. people forgot that websites exist. Yeah, and yeah. so, yeah, it's usually just through social media. Yep. Um, so I'm on all the social media channels at Angela Lemuse. Okay. So if you decide not to go to the website, but please do, because I put a lot of work into There's it. There's some YouTubes of you, like samples of it. And, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, I've got my demo reel on there, which cool. was a lot of work. So I want a lot of people to see it. <laughs> Can I put a link in it in the show notes? Please do. I will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If if you want to uh, match a face with a voice, uh, there'll be links in the show notes. Thing number two I know about you is uh, you have a chocolate named after you by an award-winning chocolatier. I do. I know. Wait, how, how does one, because I want a scotch and good conversation chocolate. Ah, oh, man. Her chocolate is so good. Yeah. I've never, um, so it's Constance Pop Chocolatier That's a pretty in, good name. in yeah. Winnipeg, okay. Winnipeg, Canada. Um. I do believe that you can order it online. It's okay. incredibly expensive to have it shipped to you. <laughs> but worth it. But it's so Most chocolate worth is it. worth it. Yeah. It's so worth it. Or honestly, just go to Winnipeg. Just that, to just to go to her chocolate shop. Is where is worth Winnipeg it. in Canada? Is um, it on the west coast? Like it's, it's really close to North Dakota. Okay, so it's in the middle. Yeah. All right. For some reason yeah. what, so uh, it's like Saskatchewan. Okay. Um, you know, Churchill. Canada's yeah. always been on my list of places because we've traveled a little bit. You haven't gone to Canada? No, not yet. I mean, What's wrong with you? I don't know. I'm kind of a dork. Um, mm-hmm. We've traveled a little bit. Uh, what's what's above like New York up on the East Coast? You know, a lot of, uh, apparently a lot of people go to, go to Nova Scotia. I was thinking Montreal. For some reason, I want to go to Montreal. Um, I think it was a movie with Robert De Niro in it. No, I really wasn't good at school. Okay, So if you're going to be asking me geography questions. Oh, fuck up Chase's name. Let's just end this right here. (laughs) Canada's nice though, so go. 
Yes. Okay, good. Well, yeah. that's, that's, I just want to promote you and Canada. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the third thing I know about you, and this is the one I alluded to before we turn the mics on. Do you have a snake? Do I have a snake? Yeah. There's lots of pictures with you with snakes. Oh, so Or is yeah. that a burlesque thing? So early in my career, that's kind of how I just kind of got myself out there. I started dancing with snakes. Okay. Not and your snakes, just random snakes. So I found, so, okay, literally this is how this, this is kind of how I live my life, by the way. This is like my, I like you. my <laughs> life philosophy okay. is if you want to do something, yeah. just fucking do it. Okay. Um. So I decided I want to dance with snakes. Okay. And I was like, okay, well, how does one go about that? I opened up the yellow pages, right? This snake. is like okay. yellow pages. Yeah, Canadian we're, we're still snake. doing yellow pages yeah, at yeah. this time. Looked up reptile stores, uh-huh. called the first number yeah. that I saw. Yeah. And very calmly explained to the first person that picked up the phone was, hi, I'm a burlesque dancer. Let it be a boy. I, let it be a boy. Let it be a boy. <laughs> I, it, and it was. Yeah, of course. I was like, I want to dance with a snake. Yeah. Do you guys think you have one that I could like rent or like something? A friendly snake. And the guy just super chill was like, yeah, hang on. Let me get, let me put Skylar on the phone for you. Let and me talk to gave, our snake rental guy. And he was like, yeah, Skylar has a snake. You, you can rent it from him. What's, and, a, what's a snake cost to rent? Uh, how much was I paying Skylar? I think I was paying him like 50 bucks. All right. Like a night. Which is kind of generous. Yeah. Um, I think that's, that's, I think that's more than appropriate. Because for... he took really good care of his snakes yeah. and, and I love animals. And mm-hmm. so it was really important to me that the snakes were very comfortable, that, that they were going to have minimal yeah. disruption. Yeah. And then you don't lives. want a snake going nuts with you while you're the half naked and that on the too, stage. That yeah. too. I've seen, I've seen girls on stage get like bit in the face. Oh, that's stuff. no fun. That's terrible. Yeah. So you, when's the last time yeah. you danced with a snake? I've never asked a girl that either. So the last time, is, it's actually a really interesting story. Okay. I'm glad you asked that because I did almost get bit in the oh, face. Oh, okay, yeah. And um, it was for the film called Winnipeg Burlesque. Okay. Um, and I had a weirdly uncanny resemblance to, so, okay, Winnipeg Burlesque, which is really hard to find. I actually have a DVD of it and okay. I've kind of been dying to do like a screening of it. If, if that's like, if, less gone wrong. if there is an opportunity for that here, like I, I don't, I don't even have a DVD. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean like yeah, in, yeah. in Orlando, but yeah. anyway, um, so it's a, it's a Winnipeg film by Farpoint films. Um, the director is a friend of mine, uh, John Bernard. Uh, so it's about, it's, it's sort of like a, what do you call it? When a movie is like a documentary it's it wasn't like told like a documentary yeah, yeah. but it is historically correct a, a, a style inspired. a documentary style yeah 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 and um so it's about uh between like the 50s and 70s um in Winnipeg Canada the adult entertainment industry was basically completely run like mafia style okay that, that's... by this by this one woman wow that's i, I was going to say that's disappointing but it's somehow it's cooler if it's big, if it's a Big lady in yeah. a muumuu. Oh, cool. Her, her name was Gladys Basile. Of course it was. And she ruled the adult entertainment industry with, in Winnipeg with, an iron with hand. just an iron fist, yeah, you yeah. know. And, uh, and it was really interesting because we kind of, in the movie, saw the progression from burlesque, which is kind of like the early, more tame version of adult entertainment. Okay, and to then, something senior. And then to like go-go dancing and then yeah. topless go-go dancing. Uh-oh. And then it was like full-on stripping. Yeah, yeah, so that's So that's kind of like... The progression of burlesque, like, in a way, we gave birth to, like, strip club stripping. Thank you. Um, sure, you're welcome. <laughs> totally, I, I, I can't tell you the last totally time I was in a... different, but uh, we're related. No, I... I we're like I, cousins. Honestly, you know can't I mean? tell you the last time I was in a strip club, and, and I uh, 
And I'm a I was fan. in one recently. I've, yeah. I've got nothing against them. No, I, I'm a fan. Um, I just don't. It's it's <laughs> counterproductive for me. I don't need yeah. to be hornier than I am. So, and, and, and I don't just, need to pay for like know, twenty five dollars for a Bud Light. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I, true. The last time we were in one, uh, <laughs> it was uh, up in Altamont someplace, and it was like during the day on like a random Thursday. I don't even know how our life got to that, and. My wife Thursday had, at a strip club. My wife had never been. And, <laughs> and uh, we're, we're sitting there hanging out. She's, I'm going to get a lap dance. And she's like, give me some money. So I, I gave her like 40 bucks. I don't know what a lap dance cost. And it bought like half a lap dance. Well, she uh, she ran and talked to to a, a dancer. And she came back and she said, she's going to come over here and dance for me. I said, no, she's not. She just took her $20 or $40. And she said, she'll come back. And we sat there for another oh, hour and I'd no. see the girl walk by. He's like, no, you just gave away $40. I love it. <laughs> I kind of love that about that industry. Though. Yeah. Thank like, you. <laughs> you got to be, you know, it's like, well, I don't know. I, I could go off on a tangent on that. But anyway, back to my steak, yeah, yeah, snake yeah. story. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, I had an uncanny resemblance of this actual historical figure named Lolita, the snake dancer. Okay. Like once they did hair and makeup, it was like, yeah, almost, you are was, Lolita. It was kind of eerie. Um, and at the time I was like also the only person in the city that was dancing with, with snakes. Experience with snakes. And so the, you know, John was like, can you have your snakes, like have the guy bring your snakes on set. And it was one of like the main reasons I got the role. They were like, so you, you have snakes. I'm like, yeah, I got snakes. So the role, the snakes got the role. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, really the snakes got the role. I didn't get the role. (laughs) Well, you look like the person. It, I didn't realize how much I looked like the person until they did hair and makeup and then showed, showed no me No one was there going, that's that snake. You look like the person. You got the role. That's fair. That's okay, fair. But good. I felt the pressure because, you know, they were like, you have snakes, right? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got your snakes. No problem. And uh, <laughs> and so I got the role. I need some snakes. <laughs> I, I got the role. And then I called up my, my snake guy. And uh-huh. I was like, okay, so I need the snakes on this day at this time. And he was like, I sold them. I'm out of so snakes. Sorry. Yeah. And I was like, you got to get me some snakes. It's the only, like, this is my, this is, it was actually a fairly big role. It was like my only really, you know, yeah. like probably the biggest role in the film that I've had. I was like a starving, starving wannabe actress. Um, I'm like, you got to get me some snakes. So he sent me to this creepy guy's house. A guy who sells creep has house. Damn it. I screwed it up. <laughs> a, guy, a guy who has snakes in his house is creepy. No, no. Well, anyway, this, <laughs> this, this guy was like, it was. Anyway, Snake I went, people are very nice and they're kind and, Skyler and not was, creepy at all. Skyler was Skyler like, sounded nice. He was like very high class. Yeah. Snake, snake guy. guy. He sent me to this other <laughs> kind of low Like life. a seedier kind of. It was a seedy. Like and, underground and it snake was guy. literally just like the walls were just cages and aquariums and all kinds of strange animals. Yeah. A lot of taxidermy, a lot of dark, like yeah, black lights. And this and, was sort of like. Because, you know, I kind of liked what Skylar did with me when I was first going to dance dance with the snakes. He's like, well, come visit the snakes. Get to know a snake. Get to know them. Yeah. Let's make sure that they're going to be comfortable with Bond you. Bond with you know, a snake. Yeah, you don't want to just, like, go on camera with a snake you've never don't met know. before. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, you, and you did that, right? That's, it sounds so like you I might have done this. So I went to Creepy this. Guy's house. <laughs> and, and, oh, also, side note, the snakes that I was dancing with before are boa constrictors. Okay, that, that those are because you're a little thing. Aren't those big... Boas are actually like way more docile okay. and, and easier but to But they're manage. big though, aren't they like heavy? They and... can get big. Okay. I mean, if you feed them enough and if you give These them enough These were little or baby boa grow, constrictors. I mean, they were big snakes, but but they were manageable. Okay. Um. So anyway, this guy had pythons instead okay. of boas. Yeah. And so I started learning that 
you know, different species of different snakes have different personalities and different Are pythons dicks? Pythons are way more dickish okay. than, than boas. And they're also tree climbers. All right. So like, you don't want that. So the boas kind of look, you know, they look nice dancing on you because they like the heat. So they stay on your body. Okay. So it's like sexier. You know what I mean? I'm like that. Pythons are tree snakes. Okay. They so just this, want to go this all asshole over. kept trying to go up. <laughs> okay. Kept trying to go up. And yeah. then I did like grab him and pull him back down. Which and is, isn't sexy. Like, and that's and not just pissing off the snake. Yeah, which is only make, you're making things. Okay, so. So I'm making things worse. Yeah. So, and also it didn't help that the creepy guy showed up with the snakes literally in a sack. A sack just of Just like swinging around. Okay. And the sack is, you know, moving and yeah, it's probably, there's like probably a bunch of snakes They're in the already sack. pissed off. Yeah. They already hate this guy. They already hate me. Okay. And and they're like, <laughs> all right, Miss Lemieux, we got to do this scene. And I was just like, okay. And I just took these hissing snakes. pythons. Pick, out the, of, pick the least angry snake out of a sack. Out of the sack, threw it around me and went out there. And already I could tell, like, uh, this isn't going to go well. Yeah, yeah. And I'm, and because I've been performing enough with snakes, I kind of, I can read their body language. Uh-huh. And this guy, like, you know, brought his head right up like that, like, and started, yeah. started to kind of curl a little bit. Giving you the stink eye. And what that means, like when a snake kind of curls back like that is two things is going to happen. It's either you, it's a warning. Yeah. Like, Hey, I don't like you're to dance. pissing me off. So leave me alone. Or it's about to strike and you have like no time to react. Okay. So I, I had like two seconds to like, what's a snake going to do? And then I literally snapped my hand out just in time and I caught it like, <laughs> like that, <laughs> like mouth open. Yeah. And I, wah, I just like threw the snake off of me. I threw it at the snake guy and they're like, we got to do this scene. Uh huh. We need a better snake. And I was like, all right. Yeah. I took the snake again. Wrapped told, it around told me. Told the snake who's boss. Did the scene. Yeah, nailed the it. The whole time it was his scene. Its mouth was slightly Yeah, open. we got to watch this movie. I it's, feel it's like there's got to cool. be a viewing. It's, yeah, yeah. it's a good movie. It's a good movie. And I and I lived to tell the tale. <laughs> um, Real quick. None of these stories are quick. No, I know. Real quick. A top three bands, singer-songwriters, or music performers in your life right now. Go. Okay, right now what I'm listening to obsessively is... Um, um, uh, oh my God. We're going to have to edit this. Um, are we? <laughs> I, I, Boy I, Harsher. I, what? Boy Harsher. I don't know what that is. What is that? Um, it's like industrial, okay. like dark, synthy, like sexy, gorgeous music. This is newer music or is it older music? I just recently discovered her. Okay. I'm not sure how long she's been Boy around. Boy Harsher is a her? Is a her. Okay. Oh, I like it. It's hot shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Boy Harsher, listening obsessively to her. Um, I I mean, I've been listening to like a lot of retro like French pop recently. Okay, that's kind of cool. And um, uh, The Growlers. Okay, I like The Growlers. I, yeah. I'm familiar with that one. I think I have some on my, my phone someplace. All right. Really random. That yeah, was like no, that, all that's over good. the place. Yeah, sometimes people have a really hard time with that. I don't know why. And then I used to do like top three films and top three books, but we don't do that anymore. So, because uh, people hate books apparently and it was beginning to piss me off oh. uh, so the second thing is Nate, give me one thing that you would endorse it could be uh, a restaurant it could be a lipstick it could be uh, it's just one thing that the world needs to know about that most of the world doesn't know about Ooh, okay. uh, a product or a thing that you like um, I fully endorse okay uh, your local designers oh yeah good like clothing or just designers clothing, in general yeah well, it, 
anything in general. I mean, you're local anything, but especially fashion. Good. If you're a person that considers yourself like a fashionista or a fashion forward man, like you better have some local designers in your wardrobe. Absolutely. I feel very, very strongly about that. I, I uh, Having had a hand in the clothing slash fashion industry, you can go to men's warehouse and buy a garbage suit that's going to fall apart after the second, second wear and it's mm-hmm. never going to look correct on you. Or uh, you can have a suit made and it's going to cost you a whole lot more, but it's going, you're going to have that suit. Or maybe you're, not necessarily. You're, it's, it's, it, you're not going to get two suits for $100. Um, That's, I mean, yeah. this is true. Yeah. I, but, but you could get one. But. And uh, it's going to be It's It's going to fit you like a glove. And a, a properly made suit is made, if you put on 10 pounds, you, you can take it out. If you lose weight like I am, because I'm exercising, <laughs> you, you can bring it back in, you know. Uh, a good tailor is something that every gentleman, I don't have one. Actually, I do have one. Tina's tailor is on 1792 is, oh, is, is my tailor. I need, I She's need great. A uh, on her, on her wall, when you, there, there's two places you can go in the back and that's where I usually go. And it just, it's funny. Cause it says Tina's rear entrance on the back door. And I just think that's funny. <laughs> if you go, if, if you go in the front door on the wall, there's a guy, picture of a guy getting knighted and it's it, uh, written on it. It says, Tina, I told you this suit was important. Yeah, so Tina's that good. Okay. So, uh, okay, that's cool. Yeah, get a good get a, a a good designer. Tina, I'm coming for you. And get a good tailor. And the last thing is, uh, give me one thing you can uh, you can teach me right now. It could be wisdom. It, it could be mm-hmm. a, a real quick recipe. I won't remember, but something something you know that I should mm-hmm. know. If we had like gloves or stockings, I could teach you like some. Sexy little strip moves, but um, wear long stocking, long gloves. I've worn stockings. Interesting. I, <laughs> I want to hear the story. I, 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 I've, I've worn women's clothing. Uh, you know, if if, a, if if I'm having relations with a girl and she wants to dress me like a girl, I will do it. I've never done it like Good on my you. own. Like I've never like walked around the house, you know, with a pair of heels and like you know panties on or something. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm adventurous if a girl says, hey, you know. I think that's important. Yeah. And uh, I've gone out in women's clothing, like just in high school. For Halloween. And Halloween. And I, I, homecoming. Not homecoming. Uh, we used to do this thing called powder puff where the girls play football and the guys are cheerleaders. Oh, my God. I love that. Yeah. It's a very 80s thing. I don't think it could play now. Uh, I've never heard of that. But we've it's had also a like pretty American gender thing reversal also. day. Yeah, yeah. Like the gender reversal day we've done. I, 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 I love that. I ran for powder puff queen. Which is basically homecoming queen. Only you're a I dude. Yeah. Um, I don't think the last time I had a dress on. It's been a minute. Um, yeah, it's been. It was probably like Halloween years ago or something. I Put also me on the spot with this question. I don't know. I don't know. What can what knowledge can I instill in you? Um, I'll take the gloves thing. I think you can do that. Yeah, I'm not going to spend the time doing it, but you could teach somebody. Next time we see yeah. each other, I'll bring gloves. I'd like well, that very yeah. much. You okay. can chill my wife. That'd be really hot. Yeah. 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 There, that'll be my gift to you. Yeah. She's a, she, Dee Dee had a, she's, she's a cutie. I, I'm afraid. Uh, oh, speaking of, oh yeah, Dee, you, you, you brought Dee, speaking Dee, of Dee, Dee You brought Dee, Dee You're so sweet. You, I thought that she would be here. Yeah. No, she, she's so got a, like an adult you, job. I, I brought her some hair flowers. Oh, um, hair flowers. I was going to have her pick which one she wanted. So you're going to have to pick for her. I'm going to go with the one in the middle because are those roses? Yeah. Okay, then they're that, pink that's, roses. That's, will they go with what she wears? I, she she will. I, I will make sure she wears that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. That was so sweet. Did you make those? I did. Oh, oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> I'll take, I'll, I'll, I'll take, remind me to take a picture of you with that. 
Sure. That's very sweet. You were assigned a task to uh, come at me with three questions. Now it's yes. your chance to ask me the first and only the first of those three questions, young lady. Oh my god. Is that okay? Am I allowed to tell say young lady to a girl to a woman? I'm I'm not, I never. I prefer it over kid. Okay, I know I would never do that. I hate being called. Kid. I sometimes I slip and I go, man, dude, you like I think I told you I I said to somebody you destroyed me, dude, a couple of days ago or yesterday. Yeah, on my last podcast, I talked to my ex-girlfriend, uh-huh. and, and I think I said, dude, you destroyed me. Oh, you called her a dude. Yeah, I don't See, know. It's just, not, it's just a habit. I don't, I don't get crazy over stuff like that. Yeah. Um. Anyway, okay, question. My first, I feel like my questions are going to be boring. Um, <sighs> okay, so I'm, I'm asking this question because I am new to Orlando, so okay. I still have a lot to learn about it. And yeah, yeah. We just bought a house, so Congratulations. this is obviously going to become my city. Good. Um. What are some of the best things about Orlando that I need to know? Um, we, we got a lot and, and it's only in the last couple of years that, um, not the last, last 10 years or so, we've really kind of come into our own. We got an amazing food scene. We've got great breweries. You can't spit at this point without hitting a really talented brewery. We've got an amazing music scene. Visit the, the little districts, you know, the milk district and the Mills yeah. 50 district. And you're, we're in Audubon park right now, Audubon park, uh, Thornton park, uh, winter park, the, Go in and visit all these little nooks and, you know, uh, ask somebody local, you know, hey, what's your your favorite mom and pop restaurant? Where's the tailor? You know, because we have these things. The, the problem, the, the one of the few problems with Orlando is it's very spread out. Mm-hmm. We're a little big city. But at least like the little districts, though. Yeah. yeah. Are easy to explore. Yeah. If I, you just wanted to go I to love where I live. Um, I spend a lot of time in the Milk District. I play, spend a lot of time... Uh, in the Mills 50 district, because there's some bars and restaurants and that I like in those two districts. The Nook. Yeah, the Nook. Will's Pub. Yeah, yeah. Will's, yeah. Will's Pub, the Little Love Indies, uh, Orlando yeah. Meats, La Femme du Fonds around the corner. A lot of them are sponsors, but I've been, a lot of them are just places that I've been going to for years. I haven't been to Orlando Meats, yeah. but, but I saw your post about it, so I definitely want to go check it out. It's it's the best burger I've ever had in my entire life, and that's but that's there, one of the there, few things on the menu. Though, right? No, they're they're a legit butcher. Okay. Like they all all their their products brought in from from farms that they have working relationships mm-hmm. with with the farmers. And is like that a place is that a place that I can go if I want to buy like ethical like Yeah, ethical yeah, the, meats? these these they okay. they know the stories of okay, the animals okay. that come in here. They're all within yeah. 100 miles. Like I want to know its name. Absolutely. I want to know if it had little animal friends. Yeah, when you like... walk in uh, to the right of where the butcher is, there's a list of of the farms that they're working with that week. That's really cool. And whatever they don't use in the butcher shop, they're using over in the restaurant. They've been open I want to say about a year and a half now. The first year in the restaurant section, they had like 420 different changes in the menu because every day there's wow. something new. And really I, cool. I've i never, ever, ever had a had a bad uh, anything there. Anything, I'll, I'll try the the oddest thing on the menu. Last Valentine's Day, we went to a Valentine's dinner there and it was seven courses of heart. Oh my God. And Heart is actually It was great. Fucking delicious. I, I've never had it. <laughs> it, it, it. It was absolutely amazing. The only thing that I the, actually there was, I think it might have been eight courses or maybe it was six courses of heart. And then the last thing was ice cream shaped like a heart. Uh, it, it's it's that kind of place. I mean, it, it it's not like it doesn't it looks like a like a it's a butcher shop. It's a little more high end, a little more modern, like the yeah. ends, the, the, the core. But it, the it you're getting high end food mm-hmm, out of there. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's not like a waiter is going to bring it to your taxi. They do bring it to the table and they clear the table. But it's you know, it's 
It's it's not it's, still it's down not to earth. yeah it's really down to earth it's really cool it, it's uh, by the Matador that's a great little bar it's by Santiago's Bordega that's a great bar it's up the street from Ten Ten Brewing that's a great brewery uh, it's around the corner from the uh, the milk uh, the Mills Fifty District you could you and it's around the corner from uh, Ivanhoe which is there's some cool restaurants mm-hmm. down there and I mean you could make a night of just bopping around that section and go to like. A, a, you could eat a dozen little things in like 10 different great restaurants. Oh yeah. A little, little bit of bang bang. Here's the one that, that uh, I give to anybody who's coming to town. Have you been on the winter park boat cruise? No. You know, park Avenue at all? Mm. Park Avenue, winter park. It's very fancy. Well, I know, yeah. I know where winter park is right in the heart, like the main oldest section winter park. I think it was incorporated like in 18, 18- 50 or 1840 okay there's a college there called rollins college i think that rollins started like in the I was late 1800s to about this the other day it's really it's a really really pretty campus it's a little yeah. expensive but uh on morse boulevard if, if you're going down park avenue from uh i think it's Semron from aloma you take a right on park and take a right on morse boulevard and follow all the way to the end there's the winter park group boat cruise to the best of my knowledge i know it used to be it used to go 365 days a year and it's uh, it's like a, a pontoon boat, and they go in and out of the chain of lakes in Winter Park. It takes about an hour. Oh. Winter Park was a logging community in the late 1800s, so these these teeny little beautiful little canals in between all these lakes. Oh wow! You get the history. I, I think it's like 12 bucks a person. Totally worth it. Okay. And it's open. It's it. open every day. I'd say wait until it gets a little cooler because under the boat it gets a little hot sometimes. But they have a canopy. Yeah. You get you'll get a really good appreciation of what a stunningly beautiful place we live in, you know. And I understand if you're coming to Orlando or if, you, if your family's coming, you know, I, I get it. Go to the theme parks, but there's so much more. <laughs> there, there's, you know, we've we've got music, we've we've got opera, we've we've got. I mean, I don't follow sports. Apparently, we have yeah. sports. We got soccer. We have, our soccer team's good. Uh, you know, um, but I mean, we got we got a little bit for everything. Everybody, you know, I. I Welcome to Orlando. I'm not the ambassador, but I love I'm it really here. I'm really excited. Yeah. Actually, I love Orlando because it reminds me a lot of Winnipeg, Canada. Really? Yeah. I don't. I, w- I wouldn't guess that at all. Why? I don't know. In my head, I, <laughs> Winnipeg seems more like if I went uh, someplace in Europe. In Europe? Yeah, just the old the buildings seem older to me, and and I I don't know. I I feel like there's some brick streets know, or something. Like Winnipeg is actually really similar to Orlando. Okay. It's just minus fifty two degrees. Minus fifty two. It, get, it gets that's, that's colder too cold. than Mars. Yeah, that, that's... On, we, we usually break one or two two days of the year. We'll break a, a record and we'll be colder than Mars. Were you ready for the hurricane that just didn't make it here? <laughs> it actually... So it ended up turning around and it hit my mom in Nova Scotia. I'm sorry. Yeah. She, she lost a little bit of power for a couple of days. But like, it wasn't bad. You yeah. know, it wasn't... A, I mean, what happened to the, to the Bahamas was terrible. No, absolutely. And, and I was talking to my mom because we were in North Carolina. We were supposed to go there during the weekend anyway. And I, mm. I literally... if. Well, you're not going to see it, but <laughs> I was going to say, if I took you to my master bedroom, the, the hurricane shutters are still up, but that's not going to happen. Uh, um, Didi, that's not going to happen. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I, um, um, like I, I put shutters up and I said, we're going out of town. Let's just go out of town. And, you know, uh, but I told my mom, like it, we, it went off the coast, you know, we didn't get hit, but you don't want it to hit anybody. This no, is so, know. you know, yeah. it, it's. I just uh, think it's really funny though how my mom kept calling me like, are you okay? Are What's you okay? Happening? Are you okay? And then, yeah. and then she got she it. got hit by a hurricane. Worse than us. Yeah, is Which, dad around? Are you, your mom and dad still around? Are they uh, up in the Great White North? I don't really have a relationship with my. Family. Oh, I'm sorry. That sucks. Mom's cool though. Oh yeah. Yeah, she proud of you. Did you ever come watch you do burlesque? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's mm-hmm. cool. I, I, I've 
I've had a lot of like a lot of my old aunts yeah come out to see me perform that's cool yeah yeah and is it awkward them, for you uh so okay I recently did a show in in Winnipeg Canada um earlier this year and um one of my aunts who I just did not envision her <laughs> being down like that at all she was very insistent that she was and I was and I was like trying to warn her and she's like no no I like that's cool that's cool and I think we had we even had like a uh like a gender bending drag performer in cool. the show yeah and at the end of the show she's like she was my favorite and I was just <laughs> yeah. like go Auntie Donna like I love it when, when relatives you know, are you, cool and you, you didn't realize it I uh I, my mom continues to amaze me she's the one person that really probably could make me cry at the drop of a hat if she really wanted to but uh with I, guilt with guilt yeah um <laughs> But yeah. I mean, she's been on the podcast. They're all so good at that. She did. Oh, really? She did an episode with my wife. Oh Again, my it God. was probably the most nervous I've ever been. I was pretty drunk. Like, I, like <laughs> I every time my mom wouldn't look, I'd sneak off. Like, what well, she's getting ready, and it took up like a half an hour for her to actually get oh in my here. Gosh. And I was in the kitchen just slamming drinks. So it, I, I think, love that photo of your mom and your dad on the wall. Oh, it's so great! Like, it's, it's so good. Yeah, they. Uh, I was very fortunate. I I had super cool, wonderful parents. I, awesome. It's an ongoing theme of the podcast is my biggest problem in my life was my parents were too involved in my life, <laughs> you know, and, and at, as a kid, you know, you don't want your kid, your, your parents chaperone your dances or, yeah, you know, yeah. or the, your boy scout leader, or, but they were there, they cared, you know, we never had a ton of money. We, you know, I, I we never had the best clothes, you know, we, we had, but we had, you know, our, our meals had all the, the groups represented and. You know, we, we went, we did things. That's we didn't awesome. have a whole lot of things, but we did things. And now I look back and, you know, I, like you said, you didn't have a working relationship with your dad. My wife didn't, didn't have the, the best relationship with her parents. And, and as a kid, I was like, I hate this. And now I'm like, what a gift that is. Yeah. What, what, what amazing thing it that is. It is rare. Yeah. It's rare. You know, and, and my, the day my dad died, he spent his last breath telling his family how much he loved him and how much his wife loved him like, and then he went to sleep and uh, i was like it, it was he was sick yeah so he you know and, and it was a long time and he didn't, wasn't in any pain you know he and we well, we were there like he got to yeah. say goodbye to everybody he had ice cream for dinner and went to sleep i had an experience like that with my grandmother yeah yeah it's, so so i could like i can it's it's a weird oddly beautiful experience I, 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 I get it like it's I'd rather have him here mm-hmm. but I, I I mean he was the, the blessing about his disease he was never too like uncomfortable it wasn't mm-hmm. like a painful thing uh but I just know it, it, near the end it wasn't any fun yeah you know he made it fun he, he never complained yeah you know one time one time he, he he was having a particularly bad day and he looked at me and said don't get sick and that was it. And it broke my heart. Like if I could, if I could, there was a way I could have took it out of him at that second. Yeah. I wouldn't have thought twice about it, mm-hmm. but I, he made it, he made it look so cool. He made it look so easy. He never bitched. He never whined. I cut my finger. You see that yesterday? See that terrible life-threatening cut on my finger? Was he that a paper cut? It was a paper cut. It hurts so bad. <laughs> paper cuts do hurt though. Well, I didn't even know I did it. That's the funny part. I was outside, like actually uh, on the phone with somebody trying to, to book them and uh, I had my calendar out there and I came in and I looked down and my, my finger was like bleeding and I'm like, when did that happen? This really hurts. <laughs> and then I burnt my other finger. <laughs> so I was walking around the house like holding things like this. I'm an idiot. Uh, um, I'm going to ask you some questions now. Okay. All right. Question number one for you. 
An alien civilization sees what we've done to our home planet and schedules us humans for priority elimination, but we get one chance to plead for survival of the human race. You've assigned, been assigned the task. What do you say? Oh my God. Starting, we're starting out kind of hard. Yeah, these are tough questions, dude. Um, okay, so it's my job to beg for beg for them to spare us. Um, uh, I would I would draw attention to all the beautiful art. Ah, that, good, that nice. We create. Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah look, look. That we're not complete idiots. Yeah. Yeah. That there are people out there that create beauty and and entertainment for that that's more meaningful than television and good and all of that i'll, I'll buy it. ever see mars attacks yeah i don't know if we're gonna we're gonna be alive but i, I like your answer <laughs> question number two for you what makes you different from 99 percent of the population and why Like, yeah, sometimes I, I think that I'm a total, like, oddball. But I think it's just because I, I think you're I, cool. I've, I've known you for an hour or so well, now. I just feel like um I definitely think and f I feel like I think and feel very differently than most people. But I think it's just because I was born and raised, like, literally living off the land with hippie parents in the middle of the woods. So I just had, like, a very interesting yeah, yeah. start off. Yeah. You know, and I didn't leave home till I was eighteen. But what, what, what brought you to Orlando? Uh, my 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 partner. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, actually, so I moved to Miami first. Okay. And then and then it was like visiting friends here in Orlando. I was the one that actually said, "I want to move here." Cool. I said, Good "This for is you. where we're gonna set this down." This seems roots. all right. Because it reminded me so much of back home. I'm not a huge Miami fan. Every time I go, I think I like it a little bit more. Yeah. I'm, I'm, We've got uh, relatives in like Jupiter and, and uh, like I, I kind of like that because it's a mm -hmm. little more more laid back. I grew up in a redneck town called uh, Port St. Lucie, Fort Pierce, and it's terrible. Like it's the worst place. Oh, okay. in the world. Got a lot yeah, of listeners there, there, though. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Got got good fishing. Uh, got highlight. A whole lot of racism. You probably didn't know that you had an old burlesque queen living there. We had a burlesque queen living, really? Yeah, Camille Sands. Uh, I feel uh, like I knew that name. Pardon me, Camille 2000. Okay, then I, then I, I haven't known that name. Well, she was Camille Sands on on uh, on Facebook. How old How, how old was she? She's on Facebook that wasn't around. The Facebook wasn't around well, when I left. Well, no, yeah. I bet okay. but now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, her stage name is Camille 2000. That's... And she started performing in the 60s. Okay. Um, and so I spent a little bit of time there. I was actually helping take care of her. Well, like a nice lot of you, a lot of what I like about the burlesque community is that we take care of a lot of our own. Yeah. And we really, um, you know, we, we try to support our aging burlesque Queens, like the women who really paved the way for us. Yeah. Cause unfortunately, like I've noticed that, um, you know, I guess they were performing burlesque in a time where like. Where like it's kind of weird. I guess it was sort of frowned upon by their families, but but at the same time, it was like a, a very legitimate form of Absolutely. entertainment. Yeah, yeah. Um, is it a dying art form? You think, or is it on an upswing? I don't think that it's a dying art, but I think that the industry is actually designed to fail. Oh, it's something that you I've just that. kind of figured out recently. Yeah. Well, it's hard. It's it, like that's a whole other conversation because. Um, 
Because I, like, I mean, like any performance art, like, I do consider burlesque a legitimate form of performance art. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. But for whatever reason, like, it's very hard for um, burlesque performers to get, like, grants or to get funding. Like, we're, and I think, like you said earlier, how you were kind of talking about the dirty side of it. I think that a lot of people um, think that because burlesque, I mean, it is like, let's be real. It's, it's adult entertainment. Yeah. It's, it, there's a sexual aspect, a very sexual aspect to it. But I've been yeah. to plenty of like contemporary dances and plays where there's full nudity. There's a warning, like 18 plus show, you know what I mean? So like when people hear the word burlesque, they think, oh, that's dirty. Yeah. That's, that's, that's adult entertainment. That's naughty. And to people like that, I say, get off your fucking high horse because there's other, you know, there's um, erotica art. There's, you know, galleries. I can turn on the TV and watch people get shot up all day long. Exactly, you know. So I don't know why, for whatever reason, burlesque has this funny little stigma that's kind of, that kind of makes it a little bit difficult as an artist, you know. Do you like uh, that also? Because it's dangerous. Does it seem dangerous? Uh, it's gonna will, will it be less fun if, if the, the element of danger is taken out of it you understand um, what i'm saying i i know exactly what you're saying um i think maybe earlier on in my career i would have said yes i yeah. love i love that but as someone who's been like grinding at this for a decade uh-huh. and is now realizing like okay um yeah it's 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 annoying yeah it's kind of annoying because you know i just want to get paid for my art yeah not to say that we don't we don't get paid we you know there there are ways that we make money and there is a way to to make a living off of it it's very difficult I, it is very very difficult you're talking to a podcaster yeah. <laughs> i almost yeah. said kid I, I almost said you're talking <laughs> to a podcaster kid no but i mean like it's it, it it's kind of like i know a lot of podcasts and you know, i like i said i make a little mm-hmm. bit of money i'm not making a ton of money mm-hmm. um but it, you you get out of it what you put into it you, it's a exactly. grind it, yeah. it's you're on the computer all day yeah. you're returning emails you're returning phone calls you're scheduling you're hoping people show and you're up you're really not getting paid for all that no, time and effort yeah i mean i, I and that's I, really frustrating I, I i i've said this is a, a part-time job i get paid part-time wages that i'm working mm-hmm. 60 hours a week on and i mean i wouldn't change it for a world it's my favorite mm-hmm. thing i've ever done you know quite frankly like i i right now i should have a gin and tonic in my hand if i wasn't so forgetful <laughs> but but you know i'm i'm up till two o'clock in the mornings editing yeah. you know i i you know i i i when we went to north carolina i grabbed all my well i took my rig with me because i thought maybe a hurricane was going to come but i also started to book some interviews yeah. in north carolina with some musicians that i know up there you know it's a constant a constant like hey well you know you, you can't make it can you come in it's yeah. also one of the reasons that uh, like this i'll record this today and it might not be out for like a month and a half mm-hmm. because i the next couple people who come in might might not make it you know and i so i'm constantly playing chess just yeah. constant but it's also, fun like like back in the day you know because when um just you know the relationship that i had had made with camille 2000 like back in her heyday like when when burlesque was like you know really really big yeah um they had agents that would represent them. You know say, what no I mean? social like, media. Yeah. Yeah. There's no social media, but like you have agency representation and you know, you, you're really just concerned about, okay, like I got to get my costumes together. I'm going to be performing here tonight. And you've got a manager, you've got an agent. It's very, very rare for a burlesque performer to have that nowadays because for whatever reason, they just don't want to represent us because they feel like, um, 
I, I think they think there's like that weird stigma, stigma so it's there. It's a shame. It's really bizarre. Yeah. It's bizarre. But like drag is blowing up right now. Everything else is blowing up. But for whatever reason, um, yeah, burlesque is still kind of, we're, we're like uh, at, we're like at the end of the bus. Oh, well, I hope I help a little. <laughs> not, and I'm not trying to paint like a really um, sad picture. No. I, I mean, I hope I'm not painting. It a seems sad like you hustle. It, it seems like I mean, I'm, I'm, it's I'm, a serious hustle. Yeah, yeah. It's a serious hustle. Anything and funny if, is anything worth it is a hustle. And if I can, you know, bestow any um, uh, advice like to your audience, to the people of Orlando, like please go support your local Absolutely. burlesque performers. Go support local burlesque shows. And you can also support us by tipping very generously. Yeah, it, to it, be honest, all of that money literally goes back into costumes. It's a, it's a lot that of fun to watch. 100% of my tips goes what's, back what's into What's a costume cost? What's a, like, like $502,000. That's uh, how much uh, I spend uh, on a costume. And then there's the hours making it and the exactly. hours mending it yeah. and you know dry yeah. cleaning it. And I'm sure haircuts and, and makeup. I and, do all of those crystals by hand. Yeah, I do, you crazy. know. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was bitching that I had to make notes. I spent like an hour <laughs> making notes. I still fucked them up when you came in here. Uh, question and once you lay down that crystal, you can't you can't remove it. Oh, you don't like where you put it. You're like, Sad. how big's your closet? It's I've got several closets. <laughs> <laughs> question number three for you. Uh, what's a one hit wonder that deserves more? Oh my god, these questions. Um. to pass like what i'll, I'll get uh, we can go canadian we'll, we'll come back can well we, we can go canadian uh men without hats did the safety dance actually they had a second hit uh called pop goes the world well, safety dance is pretty good that's, uh, that's, i mean i've they, they're referred to as a one hit because wonder. i used to like you know i i'm actually kind of like a secret goth girl yeah well you mentioned the industrial thing yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah. i mean i've Perform many, like performed. I've danced in a club many times to them because I'm going to those types of clubs that would play that music. But uh, there used to be, a, I mean, I, I'm old. I don't, I don't know if there's a scene here now. But I mean, we had a lot of. You cool, guys do actually. I'm of, finally just discovering it. Um, what's a, what's like a club that plays cool music? I don't go dancing oh, anymore. Goodness. Okay, I'm gonna give a shout out to um, pretty cool DJ friend of mine. Um, <laughs> if I can remember his name, Nick something. And um, he's doing this thing at the Falcon, I think, like once a month. Yeah. yeah. And um, it's a really, really cool vibe. Um, and he's playing like all the good stuff, like all the old good stuff. And, yeah. and he also um, introduced me to Boy Harsher. Um, I'm going to butcher this name. He laughed at me the other day because I called it Uberhaas. But he's like, uh, it's not Uber Haas. It's like, it's Uber Bon or something like oh, that. Sure it is. Yeah. yeah. Uber bon? <laughs> okay. I don't know. It's at the Falcon. It's Uber something. Yeah. yeah. And it's pretty cool. Uh, it's, it's, it's nice though. I mean, and I, I don't pretend to think that music's any better now than any worse now or better now than it was when I was a kid. It's just about perspective and where you are at a certain time in your life. And I mean, what, let's be real though. Music now is pretty terrible. <laughs> but I don't know. Is, is, is it, I mean... I don't, I don't listen to music now. I don't like, I, I, I don't I, either. So I guess I yeah. don't really know. But, but it's, if you were a kid, you'd probably think it was the best thing in the world. And they, they wouldn't, they, they don't know who men without hats is, <laughs> you know, probably maybe the safety dance. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody should know who the safety dance is. Oh, we'll let you slide. We, we, we segued a little. Um, See how I do that? I know. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> wise to what you're going. Your second question to me, please. Okay. Um, Okay, so this is actually um, 
because I noticed that you've been married for a long time and mm-hmm. you guys look like you have such a lovely relationship. Yeah, I would like we're some good friends. What is your best relationship advice? Don't get married right away. Um, uh, that being said, like the only reason, well, I mean, I wanted, I asked her to marry me on our first date, uh, but she said no. Oh, she played coy. Well, she also said, you know, like $30,000 in debt. Um, oh, that's fair. Yeah, and I was. <laughs> and uh, it took me six, seven years to pay it all off. And by that time, you know, we weren't going anywhere. And then uh, we were nine years before we got married. And, okay. Uh, but you guys have been married like, what, 13 years now? Something like that. Yeah, I, I met her in 96. We got married in 2005. That sounds That's right. That's a really long time. So, like, how how are you guys keeping the marriage interesting? I don't know why she hangs out with me. The relationship. You oh. don't know? <laughs> no. Um, you guys look like you do a lot of things we together. We do. We, we don't have kids. That helps. I mean, if you want to have kids, you knock yourself out. <laughs> you know, I, I, I don't, I'm, you know, I was a kid, so I can't like really shit on them. But uh, I don't, like, if you don't think you want kids, give it a year. Then if you still don't want kids, give it another year. Don't, don't have them because society says you should have them. Because then you're just going to wind up having kids you don't like. And That would be a good episode, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Same, same here. We're we're a no kid house. I'm, you know, we get to go out. We get to go to we go on vacation. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm not saying we're better or worse. You know, again, I think I I I was just talking about my biggest regret in my life was my family was too. They weren't controlling. They were just mm-hmm. around, which is a, a great thing. Um, but I I pretty much made it perfectly clear that I really didn't want to have kids when she met me. We went back and forth. We talked about it. Mm-hmm. Um. I, I would say don't don't have children if you don't want them. Don't oh, let, don't don't let anybody talk you into it. Extremely important not to have children if you don't want them. That's probably part of the reason that that you know because we poor kid we're pretty happy. You have a kid and you exactly didn't, and you didn't want it. You know we're 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 pretty happy. We get along. We do what we want. Yeah. You know, uh, you know I I have a chance to do something this weekend. I was like, we got anything going on this weekend? No. Okay, we're going. You know, that's it's it's that kind of thing versus. Yeah. I, I look at like my brother's life and he, his kids are pretty much like they're almost adults. Well, one of them is an adult. The other one's just, just graduated from high school going into college. Uh, I don't know how he managed. Like, I don't, I, I admire that so much that, you know, and again, he's, he's a great father and, and his wife is a great mom, but I don't know how, how adults put food on the table for kids and buy clothes and school books and, and yeah. go to games. And my nieces though are so cute. Yeah. I have like the best nieces. Yeah, I'm a pretty yeah. crummy uncle. I'm sorry, you guys. You are. I'm, I'm, I'm the cool aunt. Good. I'm the cool auntie. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I, I try, but I, I forget birthdays. I, I, I Oh, I, yeah. I mean, I do all that too, but I make up for, for when I'm around. Like, I just have so much fun with them. Yeah, good. I mean, yeah. I, I think I have fun. I don't know. Like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a big child myself, so I knew that I wasn't the man for the job. <laughs> I'm just very aware of it. Like, yeah, I, yeah I, that's I'm, fair though. Like, I think I think that's totally, you know, legit. And when I met my, not everybody should have kids. Dee Dee's ten years younger than I am. So when I met her, she was nineteen. I was twenty nine. And by the time, like, when she had a little bit of baby fever for you know a year. So wait, you're you're, you're how old now? I'm. I, I told you, I don't want to talk now. I don't <laughs> want the world to know how old my wife is. I'm fifty two. Okay. So she's in her early forties. Okay, okay. Yeah, um, which I hope she's okay with me saying that. I mean, she's amazing. She's she's hot. She's... <laughs> you both look great for her age. Yeah, she, she's 
shot. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm like, it's hard for me not to jump on her every morning. And she's, you know, she's getting up at, you know, the butt crack of dawn and I get out. And, and <laughs> she's probably like, get off of me. <laughs> Come on, real quick, real quick. It'll take a second. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, we, we, she's my best friend. I think I tell her that. Like, that's the other thing is advice. Uh, I, I tell her I love her every single day. Okay. I, yes, I, I made a point like yesterday I was going to just go around the corner to, to Lucky Market and grab something. And I walked out to the car and I went, I forgot to kiss her goodbye. And I got out of the car, came back in. She's like, what? I said, I forgot to kiss you goodbye. I gave her a kiss on the forehead and walked back out. And went back. And it, uh, I don't know if that helps her. I, I like to think at some level, I, she says I'm overly affectionate sometimes. Not all the time. You know, she's not cold by any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> but uh, I'm, I'm... It makes me feel better. I don't want, yeah. God forbid I get in a car wreck or something. Don't tell her I love her. Yeah. You know, that, that would be terrible. And, 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 and a guy, if, if that happened, if she laughed without telling me she loved me, I would be wrecked. I'd be, mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I, it's. You want her to know that she's loved. And that, and I came from that. Like my mm-hmm. mom and dad were like that. They, up until almost my dad's dying day, they, they were just kissing and hugging and laying on the couch all wrapped up in each other. And he was a sick man. You know, they, Aww. he should have been in, in a nursing home way before he went in there. He was only in a nursing home for the last, he was in and out every now and then he gets sick and wind up there for like a week or two. Yeah. Well, my mom uh, nearly killed herself taking care of him mm. because she didn't want to be away from her, yeah. him. You know, they, she was like, I can't sleep when he's not there. So what, what was it about Dee Dee that made you propose to her on the first date? Uh, cute. I want to get in her pants. That was it. Oh <laughs> no, my god! No. Well, a little That's bit of a little bit of all that. <laughs> uh, I, I, it's funny. Like, I, like I told you, I talked to my ex girlfriend yesterday. She sat right where yeah. you're sitting yesterday, and Dee Dee sat right there where your bag is. And uh, it, it, it's just so funny where life takes you. And I, I told Michelle, I was like, you know, because of you, I'm in Orlando. Because you broke up with me, I met the love of my life. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I was really sad when Michelle broke up with me. I really, mm. I, I was like, this sucks, you know. But, you know, you, you dust yourself up, you pick, get back up, you follow the rules of the universe. I mean, you follow the signs of the universe. And mm-hmm. within reason, I know I know people have a hard time. I, I'm just, I'm, I'm very fortunate. I'm very, I'm just lucky. Life works out for me. I don't know why. You know, and I, I get, I fall down, I cut my finger, you know, but I, I I try to make things as simple as I can and I, I let the cards fall where I, I, where they may. And most of the time it takes me someplace good. And you know, life took me to Dee Dee and I realized right there and then, like I need to be with this person. I hope she needs to stay with me. And not, everything's not all peachy keen, but 98% of the time it's peachy keen. Mm-hmm. We very rarely do we fight. We never like scream and slam doors or throw shit. You know, I can count no on drama. I can count on one hand how many times that's happened in 20 plus years. Uh, Do you? Okay, this is like a two part question. Okay. Do you feel like most men like drama and seek out drama in their relationships? I think some do. I I didn't come from that. Like I, it it was like I said, my mom and dad were never ever saw them fight ever. I I I remember one time my mom, boy, you're good at this. Damn it. This is our podcast. Uh, one time I saw my mom crying. And uh, it was because I got up like a good, you know. Like a what did you through. do? I didn't do anything. It was, they were doing, uh, this is pre 
computers, there was a calculator with a roll of tape on the back. Uh-huh. And all the bills were spread out on the table. Mm-hmm. And they were trying to figure out how they were going to pay the bills. Oh. You know. Money stress. Money. It was that's like, the worst kind you know, of stress. And, uh, and that's one of the reasons we decided to have kids. You know, we, we, yeah. we do okay because we don't have children. If we had children, I probably wouldn't be doing this for a living. Yeah. You know, I'd have a job that I probably hated. And Dee Dee likes her job, but it's not what she wants to be when she grows up. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and there are times when she probably doesn't like her job. She's good at it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and I constantly have to remind her, you know, you you help people. It's her job. She helps people. She helps children. There's there's something noble about that. Yeah. Uh, but it, it's, it's not what she wants to do. You know, it's, I'm sure she'd rather do something artistic or, you know, or, you know, uh, uh, travel or, I don't know, you know, I'm lucky not, I feel like you are too, you know, not a lot of people get to do what they love for a living, mm-hmm. you know, and, and there are times when I don't feel like doing this. There are times when, you know, I, I don't want to edit. I don't, you know, I don't want to go or do something or I feel like I'm, my game's not on, but uh, I'm lucky. Like I, I found my partner, you know, I don't know what I'd do if she went away. That being said, like I said, I mean, I honestly believe like uh, things work out. This is where I'm supposed to be right now. And then I don't plan on leaving. Uh, so I don't, I don't know. I can't figure it out. Did I answer your question? Or did you answer yeah. mine? <laughs> yeah, you did. We're going to take a break. Uh, normally I play music, but quite frankly, I was too lazy to pull some up. But if you want music played on the podcast, email me over at scotchandgoodconversation at gmail.com and I will play some. We're going to take a break. So here's a commercial. Orlando Meats, whole animal butcher, restaurant, breakfast, lunch, dinner, beer, wine. It's everything you need in a restaurant. It's everything you need in a butcher shop. And now it's more. As a listener of Scotch and Good Conversation, you get 10% off. Go in today. Grab yourself something to eat. Grab yourself something from the butcher. Get 10% off when you mention Scotch and Good Conversation. Grab something from the barbecue. The holidays are coming up. Think of Orlando Meats for all your turkeys, all your chicken, all your meat, all your everything. Orlando Meats and 10% off when you mention Scotch and Good Conversation. They are located at 728 Virginia Drive. Stop by today. Mention Scotch and Good Conversation. Get 10% off. Orlando Meats. We've got a brand new sponsor, Mo DeWitt and the DeWitt Law Firm. If you've been injured on the go, just call Mo. Just call Mo.com or DeWittLawFirm.com. Put those in your computer, put them in your phone, and remember them. Mo DeWitt, DeWitt Law Firm, is local, central Florida. He was born here and he lives here. Injured on the go, just call Mo. Just call mo.com. We are back. This part of the show is brought to you by Compass Box Whiskey. They make scotch and they make it really, really super well. If you haven't tried it, get it. If you have tried it, you need to get another bottle, son. And uh, your button guy, he makes buttons. Complete opposite of scotch. Uh, little pins you put on your backpack or your sweater or your ball cap. Uh, he makes big ones now. He makes little ones. He also makes magnets. And the only way to get a hold of him is on Facebook or on Instagram. Your button guy. They're both super. Use them. Uh, quest number four for you. 
Uh, what is something everyone should be an expert at? I'll give you an example. Everybody should be an expert at sewing things. If a button falls off, you should know how to sew a button. That's an example. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I think that that's a good point. Everybody should, you know, like back in the 20s and 30s, men and women, they knew how to do like minor, yep. minor, repairs, minor repairs on their clothing. And then it lasts longer. Um, I'll say no stealing mine. <laughs> no stealing yours. Um, something that everybody needs to learn. Everybody needs to learn how to love themselves. Oh, good light, one. Lighten up. Yeah. Yourself. Uh, take, don't take life so seriously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that's, that's actually solid. I was going to say, uh, how to, how to, uh, jump a car. Jumper cables. I mean that too. Yeah. Change flat. Can you change oh, flat? jumper cable? I thought you meant like jump over. A no, car. no, not jump a car. That'd be cool too. Yeah. I do actually, I don't know how to do that. And yeah. that is probably like if you, could, if your car broke down, you I have, know. yeah. Anytime I'm on a, on a long trip. Yeah. I, I have no idea what to do. I'm not to talk I, to you, dude. Worry, you need AA. I know. Yeah. I worry about that stuff. I'm not, like, not Alcoholics Anonymous. Triple A. You don't need AA. Yeah. yeah. I'm just like, I mean, <laughs> I need what, what would I do? Like, what yeah. I call, do you call someone? Who do you call? I don't know. Yeah. So, you know. I, I'm, and we're not in Canada anymore. No. So people, I don't know what that means. they don't, well, <laughs> so something did happen to me. I wasn't like, in Canada in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> something did happen to me when I was doing a show in Sarasota where we had just finished the rehearsal, you know, and me and the girls, like, we all have our hair in rollers. Like, we've got no makeup on. They're really big rollers? We've, we've got our hair in rollers. The really big ones? The big round ones? No, because oh, that okay. gives you, like, a 60s, 70s blowout look, dude. Okay, because like, some, something about for, that I find really attractive. I don't know I don't know why. for, like, yeah. 50s Okay, here, okay. So, so what little, kind of rollers? Little ones? The little rollers and, like, little pin curls and stuff like that. I keep okay. hitting my make. I hope Yeah, that's fine. That's not what we do. Yeah. But, you know, and, like, a hair scarf. I mean, we looked... We looked a mess. No, I bet you like, cute as a button. Like, we look like a horde of little petite cigarettes dangling over your mouth. Ladies, you know what I mean? <laughs> I like anyway, it. on the way back to like um the girl's house where we were gonna finish getting ready for the show, the car ran out of gas and we're just stranded there and and I'm like, let's get out girls, like someone will pull over and help us. You should have vagina dialed someone to come <laughs> I should have vagina dialed <laughs> a triple A, you know. Yeah, yeah. No one, no one like, helped. No, it. I swear to God, it took like an hour. I mean, you're just because we looked desperate. By but you, know. you were easy on the eyes, and even probably in curlers, you're probably better looking than most people on I the mean, side I of the kinda road. I don't blame yeah. people because, like, we legit looked crazy. It okay. was just a very ridiculous. How, what happened? Visual. I'm, I'm very curious. Just. Uh, I think I was like waving, like just begging, like, please help us. We have to do burlesque. <laughs> help us. And finally someone took pity. Free tickets to a burlesque show to anybody Actually, who we helps. did. We, all, we were like, you guys want to go see a burlesque show? They're just like, no, we just, we really want to. It's just, this is all odd anyway. You know, I don't need like, to see you have naked. We just want to get out of here. Well, that's cool. I, I need yeah. for you to uh, get AAA or, or you probably okay. have, I bet you most. Maybe insu- they'll sponsor me. Most insurance companies usually have towing for an extra like buck or two a month. It's totally worth mm. it. Yeah, that, that's that's I life know it advice. Because yeah, yeah. Because I drive that's a piece right. of garbage, my car could fall apart at any single at any moment. A wheel could fall off my car, so I always know I have towing. Yeah. Yesterday, yesterday was it? Yesterday it was this morning. This morning I almost ran out of gas. When's the last time that's happened to you? It's never happened to me, and it was so funny because that day that we ran out of gas, we were <laughs> oh, talking about. Oh, you just said you ran out of gas. Okay, well, I thought you were broke down. But it wasn't. I wasn't yeah. driving. Yeah, I yeah, wasn't yeah. driving, so it's not. I didn't run out of gas, so that has never happened to me to this day. But it was funny because we were talking about 
how that's never happened to us. And then all of a sudden the car ran out of gas. We're like, what? I coasted into a, a gas station this afternoon. Like, a, Well, I stopped at a 7-Eleven to get gas and it wouldn't, like I put my card in and it was like, you know, please see cashier. And I was like, fuck that. I'm not seeing the cashier. It's all the way over there. Oh, I know. That's and the so worst. I put it in again and, uh, and I was like, I ain't doing it. And it's just conspiracy against me. And the universe is angry at me. And I'm not, I'm not going to let the universe win. I'm going to another gas station. It's such a first world problem. Yeah, this is the dumbest. I'm, the same, I'm like a I child. Get, I get so, when you put that card in and it's like, see cashier. You're just like, I would rather just drive to the next station. Well, it's it's also because I, it's a brand new card I got in the mail yesterday because my wife lost my card, not mine, <gasps> not me. Dee And uh, so I thought, ah, oh, damn it, the bank screwed me. I'm going to have to. Like, so I pulled in the second uh, 7-Eleven. It worked fine. Uh, where are we? Where are we? Where are we? Am this I will, supposed to ask This will all question? be edited out. Question <laughs> number five for you. What regularly occurring small thing in your life brings a smile to your face each time it happens noticing um nature yeah. and animals yeah yeah you're like you go camping you don't Just take a like, camper to me i used to camp i yeah. kind of miss it yeah. um it's too hot in florida yeah again i think just because i grew up in the woods yeah. and like spent all my time in the forest. i was literally like snow white yeah like I was, no. Birds landing on your fingers. and I'm literally about to explain that to you. Yeah, hit me. I would be six years old. I had all the wild birds trained. And six-year-old little girl, I would go outside and put my arm, I would just spread my arms. I don't believe I you. I believe it. My mother called me Snow White. She's like, you go outside and all the little animals like, would gather. And, yeah. You know? And so, yeah, I'd like, I carry that, um weird almost like childlike fascination for like animals and nature with me and i did and i don't like, know if uh you want to talk about it, i can cut it out uh, are you a, a pagan is that what i saw a wiccan I, I, uh, I, I, do i have that advertised somewhere i, I think, mean i think i saw that in your face we can cut that yeah, out if you're not comfortable with it no i yeah, mean yeah. i've i've i don't feel like i've i mean obviously advertised it somewhere um it's on your facebook I'm I'm very spiritual yeah. and and um I know there's a huge nature component of, of that. Yeah, so. well it's funny because like I said, you know, growing up in nature, um I was just already kind of doing stuff that that was just innately pagan, kind of like uh Wiccan or whatever you want to call it. Um I don't I, I have a difficult time with labels. Yeah, yeah, that's good. But um you know, when I got a little bit older and kind of discovered that stuff, I realized, oh, I was already, like, I was just already doing, doing this that. anyway. It just felt very natural. To yeah, me. I, thought, I just thought that was interesting. Um, <laughs> uh, so nature, okay, I'll buy that. Good answer. Yeah. Question number six for you, and uh, it's an email. Emails are sponsored by the Nook on Robinson. We talked about them a minute. Have you been? You been to the Nook? I love the Nook. I love the Nook too. I, the uh, one of the owners, uh, Matt Duke, is is my very best and that's friend. That's a good guy. Yeah. That's a great guy. He he's an artist on just about every level. And Danny's a great guy, and Mary's great, and everybody who works there is great. And they they're, they're I've cut a rug with Danny. Have you? Yeah. Danny's a, been on the a, podcast. I love it when they ha when they do the sock hop there. It's uh, I, um, uh, and I, I really hope that they do it more. Keep doing do more sock hops. It, it's a it's a cool bar. Like it, it's it's. It's hard to describe. I, I, I say and it's the like, DJ, the DJ, for Kristen. The sock. Yes. Yes. You've been on the podcast also. Too. I yeah, love her. Yeah. It's, 
it's it's just a really super cool bar. Now we yeah. say it's arty, but I don't want to make it sound pretentious because it's that's absolutely not pretentious. The beer is good. They got mixed drinks. There's sometimes a food truck in the back. There's always something happening. Yeah. There's always something cool. Well, I remember the first time Alex and I literally just like stumbled in there and just sat down. And I think it was Matt that we were talking to just just started having like the nicest, chillest conversation with him. And he's like, hey, you guys want to drink him? Cool. Oh, okay. Like we we weren't even planning to have a drink. We were just like, "What is this?" You know, yeah, it, and wandered in. And it's it's it's, and it's difficult. found a little place in our hearts ever since. It's weird to me that it's only been open like a year and a half. Like it, it just seems like something that's feels been, like it's been there forever. It's kind of an extension. Matt and his wife Lisa are like some of our best friends, and it's a little like Matt and Lisa's house. <laughs> like there's art going on. There's cool music, you know, and some of the stuff, literally some of the stuff from their house is in the bar. Yeah. So maybe I feel like it's been there so long because it's like it's like their house, but like a mile away. Anyway, it's the Nook on Robinson. You should go check it out. It's located in the Milk District at 2432 East Robinson. Please tell them you heard about them on Scotch and Good Conversation. If you want to email us, email us over at scotchandgoodconversation at gmail.com. If it doesn't suck, I will read it. This one has your name in it. Oh. I got this like yesterday. Wait, what? What the, are we the, doing? The, the, normally, I just like I have emails and I get them on a semi-regular basis. But this one's got your your name address. Someone the, emailed you about yes about me. Yes, it's, okay. it says <laughs> so excited about this one. Angela, Rosie, and Peter. So you guys get you and Rosie get a higher bidding than me. So oh, yeah, okay. it says uh, um, when I first saw that uh, on the Facebook page that Angela was going to be a guest, I knew I had to write. My husband and I have seen burlesque many, many times, and it's always great. I was wondering what her days are like, maybe on and off the stage, and what she does when she doesn't perform. Oh, my God. Yeah. Who wrote that? Somebody named Jessica. Aw. She's written a couple of times. Aw, Jessica. Yeah, so, so she's sweet. interested in burlesque. What's what's a day like when you don't have to perform? You like uh, shorts and a pair of chucks you walk around in? or? Yeah, I'm not <laughs> as like... <laughs> it's I don't want to disappoint people, but I'm not. I'm not like flouncing around as glamorous as I used to like uh-huh. when I was younger and I was you know trying to live like this romanticized life I'm like I have to live it 24 7 I was like you know flouncing around my apartment in like heels with little poofs on them <laughs> uh-huh. and robes yeah. and stuff and now I'm like t-shirt and shorts Good. and like my hair in a messy bun and I you know I sleep in uh I'm, I'm you know living the blessed life where I get to sleep in. That's nice. And uh, oh, yeah, I think we, when we talked, you were, you, you were like, don't call after like before like 11. Yeah. I was like, I was like that's yeah. cool. I don't really like to do business. Before I'm not 11 functional anyway. till like yeah. at least. 10 I think 30. I called you like at 12. And you're like, that's pretty good time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I I need coffee immediately. Yeah. Immediately. I'm not a coffee dude. I don't I don't drink <sighs> coffee at all. I, I, drink, I drink tea like so. I can't function. And Alex is the total opposite. Okay, so here's like kind of a typical day. This is funny. Uh-huh. Uh, while I am like not, no brain power, zero happening until like the coffee has hit the bottom. He's usually trying to talk to me about, like, my husband is like, he's very, very intelligent. Like his brain is always like out there. Like he's trying to talk to me about like quantum computers <laughs> and like, like some really heavy political stuff that he just and can I just tell you and I'm like I, I, I have to have coffee you're, you're first at a, you're and he's at like no, no 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 but let me just tell you this one thing let me just tell you yeah. and I'm like I mean like you can tell me it's but it's not going to it's going in one ear and out the other 
I'm just, you know, I like to have my coffee. I like to sit either outside or just looking out. The, the window is my television. Yeah. And I'm watching the squirrels and the birds and, you know. And, uh, you know, I might wander into my studio and, like, mess around with some costumes. Got a sewing machine or, in there? Yeah, I got a little sewing studio that yeah. I set up and, um, you know, like, emails, whatnot. I guess kind of boring. What's it? What's it? <laughs> and she says, uh, "What about a day that you perform? What's how, how okay. long's the preparation for a show?" Yeah, I've got I've got a routine down, man. Um, so I've usually packed the day before, because if you don't pack the day before, you know you're gonna forget something. Yep, and that you can't. You're forget gonna forget your gloves. your nipple hats, your I, pasties. I always know where my nipple hats your are. Your headdress, you know. What's a nipple hat a cost? Glove. Um, I mean, it depends. You make your like, own, right? You're... I'm, I make my own. Okay. Um, I've made them for other people. Like I would charge minimum, depending on what you're wanting, like 25 bucks. But some of them Righteous are... Righteous bucks. That's $12.50 a nipple hat. Yeah. I guess they're... I mean, I've seen hey, nipples. They're, There's I, some I'm quality a fan. crystals on those. How do they stay and... on? Like, like duct tape or something? Just magic. <laughs> Spit. Gum. Spit and magic. <laughs> You've been asked that before, haven't you? It, it's, a, it's a secret. You're not telling me. I don't give away all me. the secrets. I don't give away all the secrets. That's for the audience to wonder. And if if I wanted like you to make me some, what we call nipple hats? Yeah, you it, know what's would funny? You, would you measure my nipples? Uh, I mean, I don't need to measure them. Like you can. I got weird me. nipples, kid. Like, I, I, I did it. Now you told me not to do are it. Are they like? Are they like dinner plate nipples? No, or? no, no. They're 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 little, and my and it's it's gotten better as I've gotten older. My left nipple used to be inverted. <laughs> okay. So it starts and skins basketball there in PE. Was so always, if anything, it's almost like you need. I kind of want nipple. You hats. need pasties. Yeah, that'd be cool. So that you and always I, look like I think you I have mentioned these uh, rock hard like perfectly. Audi, what what would I call them? Audi? Audis, yeah. Outroverted yeah. nipples. I'm doing my nude photo. I might get, might get some nipple hats from you. That would be awesome. When I, I would at, be honored. When I was in high school, uh, I I dated this girl, and every now and then we'd be semi dressed, and she would flick my nipple until it came out, which always ruins a good time. <laughs> <laughs> She oh would also my kiss my bald spots because I even in high school I had receding hairline and she like I'm kissing. Your I bald don't even spot. know how to respond to this. Information, I, I, I liked her a lot. I'm loving it. I, yeah. I appreciate that you she, feel comfortable. She was a piece of work. To well, I told you what my dog's name was earlier. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I hope that answered the, the question, Jessica. Uh, thank you for writing. Thank you for writing every time. If you want to write me a, a question and we'll kick it around in here, uh, scotchpitconversation at gmail.com. Here is a commercial. We drink more craft beer on Scotch and Good Conversation than we drink scotch. Don't get us wrong. We love scotch, but we also love craft beer, and we love Red Light, Red Light Beer Parlor. They are the official providers of beer for Scotch and Good Conversation. Why? Because they've been doing craft beer here for as long as I can remember. They are the originators of the craft beer movement here in Orlando. Award-winning in-house brewing hundreds of cans and bottles, a cool atmosphere, cool music, food trucks, all located in a very centralized, very cool section of town. Red Light Red Light's been doing it for years. They live and breathe craft beer just like you. Go by tonight at 2810 Green Drive and mention you heard about them on Scotch and Good Conversation. signs are up it's so close to happening 
La Femme du Fromage's second location in the North Quarter, real close to downtown, is going to happen any second now. Follow them on social media, on the Facebook, on the Instagram, and on the Twitter to keep updated to when the grand opening is. And then go check out their original location in the East End Market. They are Orlando's Cheese Shop. Friday nights, grilled cheese happy hour. There's wine, there's beer, there's charcuterie, there's cheese, amazing cheeses from around the world. They are Orlando's Cheese Shop, and we are so excited about their second location. Right now, they're located in the East End Market over in the Audubon Park Garden District. Go by today. Tell them you heard about them on Scotch and Good Conversation. Your third question to me, please. Pretty please. What is the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to you? First thing that comes to mind, go. Um, I cried the night I lost my virginity. Oh. Yeah. I don't think. Did I've, you cry in front of her though? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I think I admit I. I don't know. I don't think I've told. I told the virginity story. I don't think I told anybody I cried though. Um, what was what was her reaction? She was pretty cool. Like yeah. I mean, and uh, um, because it wasn't. I wasn't saving it for Jesus or for a person. It just. It just happened, and it was very emotional, and it was sex, and it was cool. Uh. <laughs> I'm laughing because that happened. No, to me. it's. A, did you cry? No. Oh, did somebody I, cry I, with you? I took a boy's virginity. I didn't realize. You filthy it. girl. I well, know. Good for you. Yeah. He, he went. He went to an all boys school. That's hot. And he yeah. cried. Well, and I, I don't know why that's hot. I mean, not even a homosexual. <laughs> I did not think. Yeah. I. Did, I mean, I did not think it was hot. Yeah. I was like, I was panicking. Yeah. I was like. Okay, so I'm not the only crybaby. Yeah, you're not. I think probably 75% of all guys cry. It's pretty rare. I don't know, because I mean, I, th- I think about it now, and I, I think it's kind of funny. When you describe it like that, though, like it was emotional, like it was, you know, hot. Like, I, I get that. I, I do get hot. that. We did do it twice, though. Like you, we got, I got after done, you I, cried, I got she did done, it again? I got done crying, and then... And, uh, then Aww. Yeah. And, and, Bless her heart. No, and the funny <laughs> thing was, uh, I was in a hotel room, and we spent the night with each other. How? Wait. It's, 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 you guys got a hotel? Like no, you went... I, I used to, I used to run sound for a band a long oh, time ago. Okay, and it okay, was, okay. I was, by run sound, I mean, they moved knob, knobs around and it was a band groupie. Yeah. And they had two rooms and they were all in one room. So I, I, and I went in there and she was a groupie. She probably rocked your world. Did my thing. And then, uh, I cried <laughs> and then we did our thing again. I think we passed out and we woke up <laughs> the next day. And this is, I think I've covered this. It's interesting because we woke up the next day and I drove her home and she smelled like cigarettes. I don't really smoke, but at the time it was one of those things, you know, when you're losing Virginia, you can just avoid that. Um, and then I applied for a job at a women's clothes store and lo and behold, she worked there and she was like the assistant manager. And she was like, oh great, now you're stalking No, me. well, l- listen, <laughs> I got the job and it was me and like 17 girls. Which is like a dream job for a 21-year-old. I was also 21 when I lost my virginity. So I'm a crying 21-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, it was me and and 17 girls. And these girls sexually harassed me like I mean, oh, dick grabs thing. and ball grabs. Oh, and, my and God. Like, wow, they really flipped the tables. I don't, remember, I don't remember her last name. And I know she went by Jules. I think it was Juline, but I, I honestly don't know. Like the girl's name who I lost my virginity to. I didn't think I'd be talking about this today. Uh, um, 
But uh, she kept, like, she was after me. Like, she pinned wow. me against the wall at one point. Oh, my God. I mean, it was... This but, sounds almost like a weird, like... I, like, I feel like this would be, like, a story in, like, a men's adventure magazine. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, but I didn't really want to have sex with her again. Right. Like, and I'm not saying I used her. I mean, her. you were legitimately being harassed. Yeah, I, I know. I really was being harassed. Are you okay? And this is, this is where it gets complicated. I got fired. <gasps> And I can't remember why they fired out? me, but I think it was because I didn't put out. Oh, my God. I, 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 the company was kind of a losing company. It was a company called Units. And it, and this is, uh, what year was I? It was 89, I want to say. And they were in most malls. It, it was, I think it was, it was based out of like San Francisco. And the whole idea was it was kind of like jump pants and shirts, but they were all kind of like uh, with the dimensions of a kimono and you could take this part oh, okay. and put that part together. They had little sashes and, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and, and I, I worked there and I would wear like the, the like the sweatpants part and, yeah, yeah, and yeah. you know, I was like this dude and I had long hair and my ears were, my ear was, my ear, my ear was pierced. I have both my ears pierced now. Uh, but at that time, it was just one year. I thought you were just this wild, eccentric, open to anything. I, I guess. And, and, and for that one girl, I was, apparently. Uh, <laughs> but but in, until I said, no, I don't, I don't really want to have sex with you anymore. And, and you got fired. And I got fired. Oh, my God. That's literally the, the, the definition of sexual harassment, that right? That is, yeah. It didn't occur to me. It didn't occur to me until now the last couple what, years like, ago. 90% of the female population And, and that's, it, that's just it. I don't think, I ta- I don't think I've told that on the, on the podcast. If if you're a listener and you remember me telling the story on the podcast, email me because I, I can't keep track of what I say on these things. <laughs> <laughs> I lost count. Um, but I don't think I've told that part of the story. And I, I got fired and I've always been like, how do I bring this up? Because I don't, I'm not comparing myself to what women go through at all. I, I was a willing victim in the, the, the sex part. Like I, I mean, I cried at some level. It bothered me apparently <laughs> just for a minute. Then I bounced back, got hard on and had sex again. I, I but uh, like, I just didn't want to have sex with her because she smelled like, I was sober and she smelled like cigarettes. Uh, I, but that's like, that's the definition, right? Of sexual harassment. Yeah. Yes, okay. it is. At, in, yeah. in 1988 or anything. Grabbing, yeah. grabbing you, yeah, cornering you. Like literally pushing me on a wall. Wow. Yeah. Uh, That's... Ni- 1988, 89. I didn't know what that was. That's I, amazing. I just I'm... thought she was incredibly aggressive and smelled like cigarettes. So. Uh, Not w- sexy also. A little sexy. Was, I mean, she was still kind of dirty. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> just, a little. Yeah. But you still. You yeah. But there was something didn't I didn't. Want it, I didn't though, want it. Didn't yeah. Want I, it, and right? I, I think. If I, at that point, I think I was trying to get my, my, uh, like the girlfriend I had back. And it's at some point I thought, you know, I can't have sex with what's one girl if I'm in love with this other girl. Yeah. So I, I th- th- we're really getting complicated in this. I don't know I love it. If, if Peter two years later wouldn't go, yeah, I'll have sex with you again. That's, that's cool. Like I, I can do that. I can separate these things, yeah. you know, but at the time I was in love with someone and I didn't want, and especially since I'd gotten rid of my virginity. Mm-hmm. That heavy, heavy burden of my virginity that I had until I was twenty. You didn't want to cry in front of the girl that really meant something. To no, you. not at all. No, I, I probably would have just you, wept in her arms because it, it would have been it would have been beautiful <laughs> and birds would have sang and you know. Uh, whew. Did, did you get the girl? Uh, yeah, no. Um, yeah, we 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 got together and and uh, uh, we bumped uglies a couple times. That was pretty cool too. <laughs> but uh, in the in the in the end, um, that didn't work out. Oh. And uh, I, and I'm here. What? It wasn't wasn't my ex girlfriend, by the way. It wasn't. Yeah. 
I can't I can't remember if I told that story. I hope not, because I tend to overlap my stories. Um question then seven question number seven for you. We're almost done. All right. If you could direct, describe yourself as one object, what would you be? Can I be an animal? It's just an object. You're an animal. Why not? We'll, we'll, we'll cut you a sl- little slack. Uh, I'd be a cat. Okay. Are you a cat person? Do you have cats at yeah, home? Yeah, I'm a cat person. I have one cat. Yeah, just one. You're he's not our, insane. He's our fur, fur child. Yeah, what, what's, the, what's the cat's name? Phoenix. Okay. Black cat? No. Oh. He's, a, he's a tabby. I found him on the street in Winnipeg, Canada. He's oh, Canadian cat. Very, yeah. Like he's come here. Legally, or is he a legal citizen? He's legal. He has his papers. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> from the vet. Yeah. Um, he's an awesome cat. Yeah. Yeah. I but a, I'm definitely a cat person, so yeah, I'd be a cat. I have a love-hate relationship with cats. I I grew up allergic to them. Oh. So I I like them. I don't like litter boxes either. They're yucky, right? Yeah, they're yucky. Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of lucky. Alex Alex kind of takes care of the litter box. All right. Um, I used to be really good about it. Like when I was single, I would yeah. clean every single day, yeah. every day. Cause I why? don't want to, I don't want to smell it. Why when you're single versus when you're with someone? Cause I do a lot of other stuff. So he's taken that job. It's like, that can be your job. <laughs> I, I, um, the part of the reason that I became so clean in my house is usually at least fairly spotless. Uh, it goes back to sex. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had this whole theory that if I, I, I always used to base my life on if I brought two girls home, wow. like I, so I'm, I'm hitting like, I'm, and have I'm, you had that experience? Yes, I have. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, and partly because I used to keep my house clean. My, my whole idea was if my house was dirty and I got two girls back, back to my place, I, I, I wouldn't want them to be thrown off by like a pair of the dirty boxers on the floor or something yeah. like that. You just wanted to go straight to business. Yeah, no, I just didn't want any obstacles. No distractions. Yeah, I don't want any distractions. You know, I, I, I want I want the place to be clean. And now I've been married for 20 plus years, you know, been with this person forever. I haven't been married for 20 years, but with this person for 20 years. And I, I it's just like a habit now. And that, that's another another Peter life tip, dudes. Keep your place clean. In case keep you bring- your place clean, <laughs> and you will most likely have a threesome. You're, you're gonna, you're gonna have a threesome if you keep your place clean. I like. I was just kind of wondering if, if maybe there was a girl. Ver- you just didn't. You weren't messy. You weren't. You weren't trying to have a threesome. <laughs> I didn't know what I was trying to say. Oh, where are we? I, I didn't know if that's. I. I just wanted was to know. Was that it, even a question? No, I just didn't. I. I didn't know if you. Were- <laughs> <laughs> I can cut all that out. I, I didn't know if that, like, to me, that was a thing. Like, if someone, also, if someone came over and didn't want to be messy, but mostly in my head. If I came over and this place was really messy. Yeah, you'd be you thrown know, off. I'd be a little thrown off. I'd be like, okay, like, where's Dee Dee? Exactly. exactly. <laughs> I'm at this strange guy's house. Yeah, it's, it's really it's a mess. Um, no, no. It, this it's dog a, is trying to attack me. That, no, she just barked a lot. Like, <laughs> that That was my, my, why I became a clean person. But I just was wondering why you kept it clean then, but you didn't keep it clean now that your husband cleans the litter box. Because I told you, he's okay. he's taken that job as his own. <laughs> okay. I do a lot of other shit. Oh, okay. All right. I'm like, I don't need a new job. I've got I've got enough jobs. All right. If that's something you're willing to do, awesome. <laughs> Question number you think I would know. Eight, seven, eight, eight. Whatever. Who do you who do you know that I don't know who should come on the podcast? Oh, I was wondering if you were going to ask me that. Um, okay, so you should have, these are two very good friends of mine. They're called the Distinguished Daredevils. Okay, they local? They're based in St. Petersburg. Okay, I can make a trip. That'd be fun. Yeah, or they can make a trip here. Yeah, yeah. you know, sometimes they're doing a show locally. That'd be great. Um, but definitely reach out to them. 
Um, Noah is a hilarious, like kind of like a mime. Like they're just there. I don't even know how to describe their act. It's you know so what the random. worst person to be on a podcast with is a mime. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but Bill will be there. Like they're yeah. okay. they're like a, a duo act, you know. And um and Noah does talk. Yeah, okay, no. you know. But when he does talk, it's hilarious. get out of the box and answer my damn question. It's, it's hilarious. Stop pulling the rope. And yeah, Bill like swallows swords. And oh yeah, that's juggles and. Did you have a good time? What's that? Did you have a good time? Is this okay? The podcast was this fun. Did I have a good time? Yeah, I'm having a great time. Okay, good. Well, I'm uh, I'm, I'm done with questions. Remind the kids where we can find all your information. Um, please follow me on social media at Angela Lemuse. Um, and then you can also check out my website, AngelaLemuse.com. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Pretty Thank easy. you so much. I had so much fun. I didn't know what to expect, and I felt like I blew it when I blew your name, Lemuse, Lemuse, Lemuse. <laughs> Lamuse. Just pretend that you're French. I Lamuse. 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 Yes, it says Lamuse. Lamuse. This sounds French. And so Lamuse. There Angela we Muse. Go. Yes, okay. You got it. I'll blow it again at some point. I'm sorry, Angela. <laughs> and that's that's uh, <laughs> my life. Uh, there'll be there'll be links in in the show notes and follow her on Facebook and Instagram. You got a cool Instagram. Thank you. Yeah, your Twitter is, is lacking. It's it is. Yeah, yeah I. Honestly, the best way to follow me. I know I'm shitting on your Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) But it is the best way to follow me and to know when I have like upcoming shows locally. I like Instagram. Yeah, Yeah. just follow me on Instagram and you'll know when when I'm performing next. I want to remind you that the haunting theme of Scotch A Good Conversation was written by my buddy CJ Mask. If you need something music, just get at me. I'll get him at get him at you patreon i'd love for you to look around on my patreon page i'm trying to make it more interesting there is a video component where i go back and talk to former guests uh i post pictures of me with hair that's kind of funny i think i don't know you you basically what you do is you you donate like two or three bucks a month and it helps me make the podcast better for you all the money i make over there is going directly back into the podcast you can find that at patreon.com slash scotch and good conversation um if there's someone in your life Look at Rosie. She got up. She knows it's ending. And they're having a bad time. Uh, Ask how you can help. Give them a hug. All right, you guys. Hydrate. Take care of each other. Uh, Wear sunblock and remember to breathe. All right, peace. FT Media.